We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff Bell. For Patty Rising, I'm Melissa Colross. PG&E says it may cut power this weekend to nearly one million customers from the Oregon border to Bakersfield. KCBS reporter Bob Butler joins us in the news center to tell us winds are expected to be so strong, the National Weather Service has issued a red flag warning for the Bay Area. Bob. Melissa, Jeff, how strong will those winds be? We can expect uh, in elevated locations winds that are 15 to 35 miles an hour with Gusts pretty much 45 to 60 miles an hour, but at those highest peaks, especially in the North Bay, uh, you know, 65, even 80 miles an hour is not uh, out of the question. Meteorologist David King says the red flag warning goes from 8 p.m. Saturday to 11 a.m. on Monday. Yeah, it's very dry out there. Strong winds out of the north-northeast. You know, these are this is going to be a very long duration event, which is unusual. Um, And you know, it's prime for a fire. Yeah, PG&E's Jason King says 48-hour notices have already been sent to customers in 36 counties. You know, winds of that speed and magnitude pose a higher risk of damage and sparks on our system and contribute to rapid wildfire spread, uh, with that um, risk being even higher because the, ground, the vegetation is dried out by the recent wind events. And he says what they may be doing this time is cutting off the transmission lines, not just the distribution lines, and that could mean a big power outage all over most, most of Northern California. Bob Butler, KCBS. All right, uh, Bob, thank you for that. Governor Newsom got a first-hand look at the Kincaid fire today and the damage that it has caused to far. And then, as KCBS's Scott Letiri reports from near the fire lines, he took some more shots at uh, PG&E. Scott. Yeah, Jeff, light winds right now. I'm near the fire lines with an inversion layer of smoke and haze as this fire continues to burn out out of control. As you mentioned, Jeff, Governor Newsom toured with Cal Fire some of the burnt-out areas of this blaze that has grown to nearly 22,000 acres with 21 homes destroyed. Smaller versions of what has become all too familiar up here from 17 and 18. Um, And that's homes completely destroyed, cars um, that look like they've been in a war zone. Uh, And... uh, Everything all but melted down except a few curious items. Newsom then taking to task PG&E. We should not have to be here. Years and years of greed, years and years of mismanagement, particularly with the largest investor-owned utility in the state of California. Yeah, greed at the top, he says, that has kept the utility from doing what needs to be done. That greed has precipitated in a lack of intentionality and focus on hardening their grid, undergrounding their transmission lines. They simply did not do their job. It took us decades to get here, but we will get out of this mess. declared an emergency proclamation for Sonoma County and thank the president for making FEMA funds available. In Hillsburg, near the fire line, Scott Letiri, KCBS. Thank you very much, Scott. Not everybody left when Geyserville was put under a mandatory evacuation order this week. KCBS reporter Megan Goldsby to tell us she's spoken with a man who decided to ride out the Kincaid fire against officials' orders. Megan. 
Melissa, he didn't want to use his name, but I talked to him on his front porch in Geyserville. Right next to us, some quickly rotted jack-o'-lanterns that were taken out by the late October heat. Yeah, well, we packed everything up, but it's across the river, so we got the river and all the vineyard, the fire outs across to get to town. If the wind stayed up, we would have left, but the wind died down, and it takes pretty good wind to blow the embers that far. Of course, there were pretty good winds ripping through this area Wednesday night. I just smoked in. The first night, there was a lot of glow when it first started. The smoke went straight up, and then it blew over town. And so from here, you couldn't see too much because of the smoke. So from his vantage point, which is right near the main street in Geyserville, it was actually hard for him to see that the flames came within just a few miles. Now from his front porch, you can see fire truck after tanker truck after PG&E truck traveling to the areas where it's still burning. But that pretty much amounts for the action on a Friday afternoon in Geyserville. Pretty, pretty slow. Well, we just got power on, too. Yeah. Megan Goldsby, KCBS. Well, thanks, Megan. Fire crews are holding the Kincaid fire back from the evacuated town of Geyserville. But there are worries about what will happen when the winds pick up as expected again tomorrow night. KCBS reporter Holly Kwan is in Geyserville with more. It's evacuated but not deserted in downtown Geyserville. I saw rigs from Hollister, Seaside, Monterey and Casadero go by. A Monterio water tender. These are the crews that have been battling to keep the fire from encroaching on town limits. Alex Singh helps his brother Sonny run the Geyserville market, which is out of power but not out of food. So we came back to check on the store and then uh, Sonny, he saw that there's firefighters and uh, we asked him if they wanted something and they said, well, we haven't eaten anything all night or day because we've been fighting fire. So we're like, okay, so we made them breakfast burritos and sandwiches, whatever they wanted. Dino Bajica owns Diavola right in town. He fired up his wood-burning oven to make pizzas for the firefighters. Good, too. A restaurant, I know, it's a place to go where you know people and get your mind off, you know, whatever else is going on. So it's good to, it's good to be open, I think. I'm ready. In Geyserville, Holly Kwan, KCBS. And KCBS's Margie Schaefer is at the Healdsburg Community Center where volunteers are doing what they can to assist those who did evacuate out of Geyserville. Among the volunteers, firefighter Mike Wyman, who brought his golden retriever therapy dog, Teo, to the shelter. He's going to just visit with people and let them pet him and snuggle up and hopefully uh, ease some frayed nerves. Wyman is with Rancho Adobe Fire in Pengrove, which has two engines on the lines. The vast majority of Red Cross workers are volunteers, including Pam Chappelle. And I saw how many people were helped out after the other fires. Uh, I have close friends that lost their homes in Coffee Park and the assistance they got, and I wanted to do my part. All sorts of people are doing their part, volunteering for shifts all around the clock. Oh, it's, yeah, these people here are amazing. Vineyard Operations Manager, with Ferrari Carano, Todd Clow helped relocate farm workers when they first had to leave. This shelter had not uh, opened fully at that time, so we just camped out in a barn. He says he is so grateful for the cots, the food, the showers, and the kindness. At the Healdsburg Community Center, Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.